Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise. I am here for this week's Embedded Executive podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Boyan Krosnov. He is the CTO and co-founder of Storepool, based in Bulgaria. How you doing, Boyan? Hey, Dick. Our audience may not be familiar with Storepool. Just give us a 30-second what you guys do. Storepool is a software-defined storage company. We build um, a product that we deliver to uh, public clouds and private clouds that they use um, as part of their you know, s- service portfolio. That product deals delivers their block storage service inside of their public clouds, private clouds. Okay. And you're in Bulgaria. Is, the, is that where the company's headquartered or is that where you just happen to be? Correct. That's um, most, vast majority of, of our people are here and the company was fa- founded here in Sofia. Okay. So most people like me think that there are a ton of software developers in Eastern Europe. Is that true? It's true. And, and there is a reason um, uh, kind of specifically for Bulgaria, the, the reason there is such a high concentration of um, technical people here is because Bulgaria was kind of the Silicon Valley of the Eastern Bloc. So there were kind of computers being built here and uh, all, all kinds of, uh, you know, licensed and not so licensed uh, Western technologies were, were being uh, copied here. Okay, yeah. very good. So you brought up a term that I'm not really familiar with, software-defined storage. What is that? Yeah, so software-defined storage um, is a relatively new term. It's about maybe 10 years old. Uh, when we started Storepool, that didn't wasn't established as a term yet, um, and it's essentially th- this idea of uh, building storage systems uh, instead as a uh, kind of purpose-built, dedicated hardware appliance, um, building these systems on top of standard uh, commodity uh, servers, uh, so like uh, x86 servers, and there is a <clears throat> kind of um, you know, both a, a fairly deep uh, history uh, in, in these, as well as a fairly wide, uh, different solutions solving different use cases. Okay, I'm still not understanding what you mean by that. Though. What is the software-defined storage? Are you use, not using memory chips to store stuff? No, no. So um, in IT infrastructure, if you go start from, you know, what is a cloud or what is IT infrastructure? It consists of compute networking and storage. The storage part, one uh, you know, type uh, of that is say block storage. Block storage was traditionally solved as part of that IT infrastructure by a, a storage appliance. So you go to someone like EMC and you buy a box, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the so- software defined storage is a solution that does the same job as the box from EMC, but you don't need the box from EMC, you just use a standard x86 server uh, to, to, to do the same job. The software defined part is that this functionality is implemented in software and on standard servers instead of uh, a purpose-built dedicated hardware appliance. Okay, so I've learned over time that everything has a trade-off. What is the yeah. trade-off to this technology? Um, it has like, uh, pluses and minuses that there are a lot of situations where you could choose to go the appliance route or the software defined route. And there may be other situations where, uh, you know, the appliance route is, 
perceived as better or uh, is better. Um, examples, um, if you have anything that's more uh, very traditional, so for example, if it uses fiber channel, there are very few um, you know, software-defined storage companies that uh, work with fiber channels, so you're most likely going to use an appliance. Um, positives for software-defined, it's uh, very flexible, it's very cost-efficient, so in terms of the total cost of ownership, um, because these are standard servers, their kind of whole life cycle is, is very uh, efficient. You don't need, for example, you don't need special spares for your uh, storage array box. You can just get standard servers and, and, and you know, you don't need another type of uh, device in your data center as an example for something that helps you optimize your uh, total cost. Very flexible, low total cost of ownership, um, depending on exactly what the solution is, it might have some uh, additional, you know, uh, positives. What's negative about it? Um, if you're a very, a very, how should I say, traditional um, uh, IT organization, um, software-defined, generally software-defined storage solutions are more, um, they come from the, the this, you know, new world of uh, modern IT and uh, you may have, say, um, regulatory, uh, regula regulatory or compliance reasons why you need a certain certificate attached to the box you're buying and, and uh, the, the regulator later might not be so flexible, so you end up buying a box because you, you can't justify in front of a regulator uh, that you're doing the same thing in software, for example. Okay, so I'm a pretty simple guy. The way that I'm breaking this down is that there are definite cost advantages to it, but there are performance disadvantages to it. And depend if your application say, can handle that, then it's okay. Is that fair or is that not a fair character? Uh, not, not exactly. So um, storage, there is a huge overlap, meaning um, our solution, for example, uh, we are, our solution is at the higher performance end of the spectrum. So we, we mm. cover a fairly wide, you know, performance range of, of requirements. Um, there are other software-defined storage solutions which go towards the other end, which is, say, archival storage and, and data mm -hmm. that, that is accessed once per year and kind of right. this very low performance end of the spectrum. <clears throat> Same with uh, appliances. So you could get as an appliance in like an archival box or a, like old flash uh, um, appliance. So there is a, a very large overlap. I wouldn't say performance, um, is uh, kind of a, a main differentiator between the two. Okay. The two categories, because you know th th there are many products in these categories. If you, if you if you take a particular software defined storage product and mm -hmm. a particular appliance, then you can you know compare them and say you know this appliance is faster than uh, this storage solution, right. including the hardware you've deployed it on. And okay, so we sort of danced around the applications. Are there specific applications where it definitely makes sense, and those that it definitely does not make sense? Um, I'd say modern, like we make this, um, we, we recognize different um, IT infrastructure organizations. So you may have organizations that are very um, like old school mm -hmm. and they insist on deploying a solution and never touching that solution for three plus years. 
because every change they make, they're afraid that change will break things, right? And then at the other end of the spectrum, we have modern IT like DevOps and site reliability engineering where uh, changes are performed all the time. And because we perform changes all the time, we have a very high confidence that changes will not break things. It's not 100% confidence, but to be mm -hmm. honest, the traditional guys also don't have 100% confidence and they have a lot of other issues like when they need to make a change, uh, it, it's very risky. Um, so I guess on this spectrum from you know traditional to modern uh, IT infrastructure, um, software defined storage solutions in general uh, work better in modern IT uh, infrastructure than in a traditional, um, yeah. Very good. Um, well, thank you, Boyan. Uh, you're making me have to do some research here because I want to find out more about this because it sounds pretty intriguing and uh, might be good for our uh, embedded audience. So thank you very much. Thank you. That was Boyan Krosnov. He is the CTO and co-founder of StorePool, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Thank you.